As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The One Tough Mother Podcast. The One Tough Mother Show is real talk with special guests, including industry leaders, celebrities, and amazing women who've overcome adversities to work their way to the top and are willing to share their real life lessons. Remember, you don't have to be a mother to be one tough mother. It's all about you. Welcome to the One Tough Mother Show. We're super excited about the show today, which we always are. But before we get into anything, I just have to ask how to go this week with the neighbors. Oh, she called the cops again. Yeah. What is, what is going she just on? calls like she just calls the cops to harass us. It's like we just think it's fun. We knew, and we kind of we get a vibe when they're going to come because first she called the landlord. And he said, "Oh, she said there's banging, blah blah blah." Like there's no banging. What are you? Are you, are you nuts? How, how many times do I got to tell you about this? Like this neighbor uses the police to harass us. She's crazy. You know she's crazy. Why are you bothering me? And then so we knew the cops were going to come because I had the cops there to show him where she keyed my car. Unbelievable. He's like, he's like, oh, that's not a uh, that's definitely not from an accident. I was like, thanks Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah, big X on my car. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure it's not from an accident. Yeah, yeah no one branded my car when we, you know, whatever. It's like she's just a mess, and um, I'm finally gonna go see the uh, prosecutor's office and push. You know, they wanted me to like settle it in like the neighbor dispute court or whatever. I said, right. Screw that! She broke right. the law. I'm going to the prosecutor. She, I want her to be prosecuted. You, you know, know it's it, it just going she, from bad. She to worse. needs. She needs to learn a lesson. Listen, yeah. I'm going to move eventually, but you know, you can't just pick up and move. You know, right. not everyone Absolutely. can do that. You, so. got, you have four kids. For yeah, so days. we're gonna do. It. We're gonna move eventually, but. In the meantime, yeah, she's just – and there's still part of us that feel sorry for her, but my, my, that part of me has gotten smaller and smaller. Yeah. I don't know if I ever got into it, but I used to take care. Like, we drove her kid around. We watched her kid. Well, her husband died. Right, right? in the house. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. same week my daughter was born. Oh. Yeah. But and we, we were semi-friendly. She was always a pain in the ass. Like, they would harass people coming or visit us to be quiet because their daughter was sleeping. I was like, all right, princess, I'll get a rest. Relax. Um, I remember one time – uh, we had uh, Melissa's grandmother over. Quiet. The house was quiet as a mouse. He's knocking on the door, and I just snapped. One day. I, was like, uh. I was like, "What are you doing? There's, we're not making any noise. Go away!" <laughs> like, <laughs> stop. Just like you live in a two-family house. Yeah. Like you live in a two-family house, and it's funny. Cops come over, and they're like, "Yeah, I live in a two-family house too." You know, it's noise. Like, yeah. 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 The pro is cheap rent the con is there's noise right yeah. and, and and she's downstairs you're up oh you have God. four kids i'm sorry am i boring anybody with this already it's no, like ridiculous I, mean, I just feel sad about the whole situation i just wish she would just back down a little bit but she's getting worse oh no after the cops came and she lied to the cops and all that 
she saw me walk out. I don't know if I maybe I told this. I don't want to repeat myself. And she flicked electricity on and off, slamming doors. Like Melissa said, what did you do when you saw her? I was like, absolutely nothing. I didn't even look at her. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she's a nut. It's serious. It's got to stop but very soon. we were both at the beach yesterday. That's yeah. kind of funny. We should have we met up and we had all the kids have. together. It would have been a great time. My yeah. grandson would have loved it. We, um... Kind of like last minute like thing we we decided I haven't been to the beach all year yet. Me either, because we're newborn, you know. Right. So I just took the other kids and my mom met us there, so it was nice. And I've been working like a dog, as you know. And, so. And for people out there not from uh, the East Coast, and Jersey Shore is really nice. It is nice. It's nice beaches. It is. It's very mellow if you go to the right beaches. You can right. go to the party beaches too, but you know I went to a family beach. It's called Bradley Beach. You know. Right. Right. It's it's really nice and laid back and just it's all about being on the beach. Yeah, we know? had a great time. We went to Sandy Hook. I mean, the water was warm. The beach was like because school started. In some Not sections. the nude beach, though, right, Karen? Just to be clear, that Sandy Hook does have a nude beach. No, it really does. I've I don't been know people there. Ew. Hello. Mm-hmm. I told you about the story about my sister and I walking down, realizing we walked onto the. Oh, nude you don't even beach. know that, right? I, I was and there once too. Those guys were standing there like. And looking you know, at the water and when you're young you think oh nude beach it's so cool and you go there and you see the people are there like oh, oh not so cool no not <laughs> so cool not a, no we were down further and it's funny that you say that because I, I was telling my daughter about her aunt and I my sister and I were walking and I said to my sister oh my god at some point this turns into a nude beach but I don't know when because it was in the fall and the signs weren't up and we get down there and we see these two older gentlemen standing looking out over the water and I said to my sister, oh, my God, dude, we got to turn around. And she's like, no, keep walking. <laughs> it was like unreal. And I was like, no, this this is not a good sight. It was not a pretty sight. So we turned around. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah, letting people know. Like there's a nude beach in Jersey. So everybody knows that. You know, it's weird. But it's. Uh, it's weird where it's at to me. It's just random, right? It's like this right? big family beach. Like everybody goes. You can see the beautiful skyline of New York City from it. I uh-huh. mean, it's really cool. Then you go, there's a nude beach, <laughs> and then there's the military installation. It's bizarre. It's like weird. It's like and the nude beach is like all old people. Yeah, dude. It was not good. <laughs> and like then there's. It's not exactly hedonism. Yeah, yeah, no, not at all. And then they're like running on the beach, and I'm like, flopping oh, around. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, no. Right. I'm I, sorry I brought this up. That was a bad, bad call by me. I really can't deal with it. But no, we had a great time. It was great weather. It was like. Brutal hot, uh, though. Did next, you have a breeze? Was there a breeze at Oh, all? my God. It was beautiful on the beach. We got there a little bit earlier than you did because we talked about it. I, got, I was on the beach by 930. Uh, it was amazing. I might, carried my daughter. My daughter's a late sleeper. Carried her out and threw her in the car. She slept the whole ride down. Oh, wow. And uh, we just got on the beach and had a great time. What time did you leave the beach? Uh, Like 2 o'clock. Oh, right. We left a little bit later. But yeah, yeah, but we just, I had to get back. I had to take a couple. I had some work to do. And, you know, Melissa was home. And so it was just... It was amazing. It was so hot yesterday, but the beach was beautiful. You could breeze and in the water. The water was cold and it felt good. And as soon as you step off, like you walk across the street. Right. Boom, it's hot. No, Fine. no, you step on the sand. Yeah. Like you we get, get there so early the that the sand wasn't even that hot. It oh, was, my yeah. gosh. By the end of the night, it, or by the oh, end yeah. of the day, it's like you can't even touch it. But it was uh, it was perfect. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really. It's better to be on the beach than be not on the beach. Oh yesterday. yeah. Ooh. Oh, you kidding? And I love, you know, I love the beach and I love the Jersey Shore. I mean, we were raised around yeah. you know, the beach. So I used to eat like ten salami sandwiches a day. Yeah, I'm, I was telling you, I'm, I'm looking for a new boyfriend, but he has to have a beach house. Right, yeah, put that out there. We're putting yeah. it out there in the atmosphere, and it yeah. has to be a big beach house where I can bring my family and kids too. Uh, yeah, and I have a lot of people in my family, but uh, yeah, I'm I, talking I about like an off time when they're not there. You know, yeah, like yeah. squeeze us in. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking to myself. Wow, 
Maybe I will start dating again, and I want a guy with a beach house. Yeah, you deserve it, Karen. Oh, dude, you are so right. That would be one oh, tough. That would be one tough beach house. I'll tell you that. You're so <laughs> right. Well, anyway, when we come back, we have the greatest guest. I I had the honor of having a tour where she works, and it's an amazing, amazing story. They, they do crazy, crazy stuff. But um, in the meantime, get a drink of water. We'll be right back. The One Tough Mother Podcast. Real talk with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to share their real life lessons with you. Today's guest is someone I consider a friend as well as an amazing tough mother. Dr. Berner Orell has an incredible job. She's a woman that is responsible for carrying on the legacy that was started in 1909, Seth. 1909. Wow. As the health, beauty, and environmental sciences director for Good Housekeeping Institute, Dr. Orell and her staff test all the products that seek the coveted Good Housekeeping seal. That's got to be fun. It's so. It was so cool. I, it, it, in July, I had the honor of being up there. Like They invited me to the Good Housekeeping um, Institute, and Dr. Orell took me all over, showed me all the cool stuff that they test. It's really, really interesting. She doesn't like, spray raid in her eyes or anything. No, they didn't right. do that, Good. Seth. Okay, well, <laughs> anyway, I had the honor being at the Good Housekeeping Institute with Dr. Orell. She showed me everything. It was really, really cool. And we had the honor of having her in our office today. So in our studio, we have Dr. Berner Orell, my friend, the Health, Beauty, and Environmental Sciences Director of the Good Housekeeping Institute. And we're here with Werner, and thank you so much for coming. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for being in our studio. It's, so, it's not as lavish and as beautiful as the Hearst Building, but you're still here, and I'm excited to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. It's my first time taping anything for radio, so it's really exciting. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. Okay. Well, you're going to be great, just so you know, because you have such a crazy, interesting life. And crazy interesting job. It blows my mind. So let's start from the beginning because, like I said in your interview, I told him what you do at the Good Housekeeping Institute. But I want to start from where you started. Like, you're not from the States, right? No, originally. I'm not. I'm originally from Turkey. I was born in Istanbul. And I was there through my um, undergrad studies. I, was, I studied chemical engineering in a... Uh, um, an American college, or formerly um, uh, an American college, uh, where the curriculum was in English. So, so kind of as a succession of that background, it seemed like it would be, you know, great to um, do higher education in the United States. So, um, you know, um, my husband and I got married, um, and then came here for graduate school. And so, Bernard, how old were you? I was 23. And, uh, yeah, so you did, did you know English? I did. I did. Yeah, the curriculum in the college was English, uh, although, you know, it, it's one thing learning it from books and studying, and, and then I remember having a hard time going to a, a restaurant, and they would tell you, like, you know, I want a sandwich, and what kind of bread, and they would count you all these breads and rye, white, <laughs> I was just like, even that was was a challenge at one point. Um also, uh, you know, just going into the supermarket and seeing all these, you know, we had supermarkets back in Turkey then too, but it just was like too many different brands and to get adjusted to and, and figuring out what, what would we, you know, like, so it is an adjustment. <laughs> it is totally because I lived in Europe too. I lived in, in Germany and it is much different in Europe 
in the supermarkets than it is here because it's like you go to the supermarket almost every day there to get fresh stuff and here yeah. there's so much packaged stuff yeah i think we're hopefully going back a little bit to to how it should be more like uh, yeah. shopping which there is you know with more eating local etc so well, i but hope so <laughs> i just definitely <laughs> hope so uh too but yeah it was it was like i remember uh, i had a cousin here and she would show me, okay, this kind of tea, you know, tetli, I think it was like, this, when you kind of brew it, it kind of tastes like Turkish tea. So it was just like, <laughs> you know, all these uh, little tips and things, everything was useful. Yeah, it's so funny because when you're that young and, and you come here, or when you come, go anywhere and you're in a, not in your environment, you're so like nervous and observe were you were you just crazy nervous? I, I, I was nervous. I was nervous because, uh, first of all, I, had, I was newlywed. Uh, it was like we couldn't even enjoy our honeymoon because we were just coming here. Right. So I, thinking back, it was a very stressful time, but I didn't realize it. Um, and, you know, just uh, also studying. You know, it wasn't just like we were coming here for vacation. It was coming and kind of proving myself to the professor who gave me the assistantship that I was really worthy, the stipend and, uh, and the tuition reimbursement I was getting. So it was quite stressful right. and I didn't really I don't think it sank in until a few years later and looking back yeah. uh, but it is it is stressful and it's I think you can only do it when you're young yeah, when you're 23 you when you're young you don't notice how stressful it is for some reason but yeah I know uh, you know our parents at one point tried to like you know before we were telling them this is what we want to do and you know uh, my husband and I were engaged for a couple of years then in college and they kind of set us down and like you know you just you know, you're young, it's going to be tougher, blah, blah, blah. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is all what we want to do. Uh, going out out the, outside the country and doing our graduate school and kind of like, we'll see what where, where it takes us from there. So, yeah. And, you, you know, thinking back, Bernard, you were kind of a rarity because you were in sciences. Yes. So interesting enough, uh, reflecting back, I am in the sciences and uh but how I grew up, uh, I, I guess it was, you know, m middle class, upper middle class in Turkey. Kids were encouraged to be doctors and, you know, engineers and sciences more so than I think it was here at the time. So I I was in chemical engineering. It was, um, you know, from uh, Bosch University. And there were more girls than boys. Even then? Even it, then. Yes, yes. So it was like the school was very popular. So um, and it, it, so when I came here, actually, I was like, oh, there aren't that many girls doing PhD. So that was really interesting to find out. So, uh, you know, that that I'm hoping is changing. But, you know, women in STEM are still, you know, behind these were like 35 percent or something. So right. and I guess looking back. I think, you know, part of my success or getting my footing here, if I wasn't in a STEM field, would have been much more difficult. I think that probably gave me an edge. Also, you know, being a woman, being in STEM uh, with a, with a um, you know, uh, graduate degree. So. Right, right. Because thinking back, like, you know, you were relatively the same age. And I'm thinking back, we weren't encouraged in high school to go no. into STEM programs. It was be a teacher, be a nurse. Yeah. I mean, it was very vanilla. Yeah. I don't know why, what it was. I think Turkish Republic, um, when it was established, we're looking to the West and it was all like 
girls were encouraged in the early years of the republic. So it was just like getting um, getting a higher education. And I was in sort of like a uh, magnet school for the sciences. I mean, we were, you know, always competing with the boys. And I don't ever feel like, you know, oh, I'm dumb enough. Like, but I hear it now with, with my own kids. Right. Where they're like, you know, girl, you know, I, that was kind of a shock to me. Uh, now, I don't know how things are back in Turkey now. I don't know if we could talk about it on air, too. Mm. But it, it's just, it was different than, you know, in some ways, I feel that we were more advanced than when I first came here. And so, uh, but also, I think the kids at that age here now every everything is more more different you're they're connected differently right i mean we didn't have much to do like do good in school and you know summers were more like you know kind of lazy reading and things like that so it was just like something you know draw us to that and you know kind of like you know higher education and things like that so i really you know i I don't know. <laughs> it's it's crazy. And so you come to the States, you and your husband, and what is your first job? Like? Okay, so I was basically working as a teaching assistant uh, and a research assistant at the at the school. So I couldn't, you know, with the visa that we were in, the F1 visa student, I think it's still the same. You couldn't work outside. Like, okay. I mean, I wish I, we could because it was like, I, I remember, I don't know how much the stipend was at the time, maybe $750 a month or 800 I can't remember. But I remember one day, my we were on a very strict budget, and my husband, I remember, had bought his friend's coffee from McDonald's, which I don't quote me, but I think it was 75 cents. <laughs> we had an argument about it. How dare you bought my coffee? <laughs> and it's like, you know, so it's, it was like really tight. Uh, and so we, uh, you know, we worked basically within the school environment. My husband first didn't have a an assistantship. He just followed me. He got the acceptance. You know, in a few months, he started working in like the kind of administration data entry you know and you had to enter data at the time like nothing was like scanning or exactly, anything like right. or just automatic so yeah it was you know humble beginnings i know right <laughs> student, <laughs> student. i think we all had the tv with the with the coat hanger hanging out <laughs> yeah, i know we were lucky when we i think ours was like was it the, 13, the, yeah, 13 inch, inch. oh my god had. it was just so exciting yeah. and i remember also bought, buying a phone and a backpack with our first monthly st- stipend and mine were like this kind of pink neon pink this is we're talking about late 80s <laughs> i don't know what i was thinking but yeah so yeah it's you know, <laughs> so then, so then you progressed into the scientists. Yeah, I mean, you went outside of your education, and what what did you do then? Yeah, so I, you know, when I graduated, I started working for an instrumentation company, uh, which was basically based on my, you know, thesis area in rheology. They they made rheometers, so I was in kind of sales support role as a scientist, and then I worked for um, Unilever. Uh, it's you know they know it as you know we're more in Europe than here but right. you know uh, they you know we, I worked for the Dove brand uh, basically making trying to make soaps or putting anti aging qualities into soap bar which was a, a tall order uh, they go right. very much anywhere is because you don't see the product right now outside. Uh, but so that kind of gave me the background of like learning about skin and how personal care products are to put together. So that kind of like, uh, I guess, prepared me for my role right now. 
Um, because, you know, that's what, like, having that kind of experience in beauty industry uh, or personal care industry um, uh, is something that they were looking for when I um, started working for Good Housekeeping, among other things right. uh, in general. So, yeah, I'm very much sort of outside of my field right now, what oh I my did my PhD on. <laughs> <laughs> Your field is so exciting. So I, I was telling the audience before you came in that you took me on a tour of mm -hmm. the Hearst Building and, and her labs and everything that she does. That's so cool. It is so cool. They have this thing that she goes, you put your face in, it would tell you, like, the age. Yeah. Thing <laughs> your face, she's like, you want to try it? I was like, no. <laughs> I'm like, no. She, then she's then she 127 years old. <laughs> she fesses up to me. She goes, I haven't tried it yet either. Right? Uh, Isn't that what you said? It took me months before I tried it. I had to try it at one point, but it took me months before I... Was it accurate? I, you know, it, it's... It's, I'm like 50% like within my group. I'm average for my age. Okay. So it wasn't horrible, but you know, I, I should be better. <laughs> but you know, in the back in the day, you know, when I was growing up, I had acne and for acne, they said, go in the sun. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, go yes. in the sun. I mean, this is seventies in Turkey. Yes. I don't know what they were recommending here, but that, that sun damage does it for you. I mean, right. for like in terms of wrinkles. I got some family members that spent a lot of time in the sun, and you, see, it shows. It ages you. It ages yeah. you definitely. But people, you, know, you see people who live in Florida or anything, you see them like their skin gets turns yes, to leather. Uh, they basically more so than genetics. They say how the external factors affect you, affect your skin. Um, Smoking's not good either. Yeah. Nothing like you know, vices. No, no vices. No good. vices at all, <laughs> including including alcohol, Karen. Yeah. Wine. So we went up there. So they have like she has like all these scientists running around. It's like a mad lab. <laughs> no, it's really cool. She has the nicest staff. Anyway, they have like hair pieces of real human yeah. hair. Tell yeah, them about yeah, the yeah, human yeah. hair thing. So uh, we, we when we test for uh, hair shampoos, conditioners, or hair color. We purchase real human hair swatches, and um, there's a place in Queens. We actually visited them. It's it's a place to be seen. Uh, so they they you can you know choose. Okay, I want like hundred percent virgin gray hair, or have you know wow. lot of hair, whatever. And you get these swatches, and they're really expensive because they're really cut from human beings. Uh, with their will, I, I hope. And uh, so then it gets colored and uh, washed and dried so we we put it through the ringer basically and then literally literally yeah. <laughs> and also put expose it to uv light to simulate like how oh. things will oxidize if it's color and then we can co compare the color so it's uh you know we we try to put numbers to performance of products and that's kind of what makes us different than any other magazine or media outlet that gives beauty product advice. You yeah, know, like I said in the intro, sh they get the coveted Good Housekeeping Seal. Now, since 1909, the coveted Good Housekeeping Seal is like proof of product, correct? Yeah, Good Housekeeping Seal has been around since 1909 and still for over 100 years you know, years now, it stands for uh, basically tested and trusted. And there is a money back guarantee. Uh, so if you purchase a product, you know, you can, there are products that have like, you know, as we call, talked about hair color, but also appliances like, you know, vacuum cleaners or refrigerators. Uh, if you are not happy within the, the, with the performance of the product or if it breaks down, you come to Good Housekeeping for your money back or replacement. So it's, we always say, we try to always say it, 
but people are still shocked. I can see shock in, in, in <laughs> Otsa's <laughs> face, right? Yeah. Really? Do you yes, really? yes. And we have these brands that have it you on the our work, website. You, you guys put the work in. So yeah, you, we you, do. You back it. I That's mean, cool. we, we make sure that the product that earns it really performs as it it's marketed because that's 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 the proof uh you know can i go back to the hair real quick yeah, yeah. okay go ahead. is the, the queen's place is that where people get their weave hair right <laughs> i don't know if they get <laughs> it's, it's a store to buy hair anyone can go in and uh, buy it right this this one is more like b2b this is like where oh. all the big companies like the pngs oh, and young leavers you they supply this guy. they supply they them supply hair oh. and once also we we have gotten two mannequin heads made out of here those are spooky i should have shown them oh to you should have shown them betty to and me. veronica uh, <laughs> you can google them we had actually a contest for naming them at our facebook and they, we ended up with betty and veronica they were hiding that day probably the reason i brought <laughs> the reason i brought it up is uh chris rock did a documentary on hair oh. and how african-americans and, and the money they spend and where it comes from and indian hair is the most sought after hair yeah it is and there's it, there's a like a, a church in india the people belong to, they shave their heads, they grow their hair real long, and they shave their heads and give it to the church, and the church sells their hair for a ton of money. I wow. think, I heard, I think yeah. could it be also women who've lost their husband or something? Something weird in that. So maybe, it's, maybe it's not against, like, there's something behind it, and somebody's making money out of it. Oh, my God, a lot of money. He did a whole, the documentary is fascinating. Interesting. Wow. Fascinating gonna, documentary. You like documentaries. I love it. I'm going to yeah. look that one up. Yeah. So my concern now, now this is true. This is a true story, Bernard. You don't know this because we haven't spoken to you about it yet. But so I am looking for a new face cream because I have extremely sensitive skin. Like anything I put on my face, my face is going to break out. So I'm like, oh, dude, I, I look like I'm getting wrinkles. So I want a face cream that kind of like puffs up your face a little bit. Uh-huh. First thing I thought about is I'm going to email Burner because <laughs> okay. she had all these great face creams that she was testing. All right. I- well, I can make you recommendations. I actually did be bring you a goodie back too. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> uh, these were just randomly picked from my stash. I, I have like this, I would say, a closet of shame or where I like, I <laughs> hoard, I hoard, I hoard, okay? I just named it. I, there's no name, but it's my beauty closet with in my home. So I do have something for you. Uh, but, you know, all our winners on our website, too. And we right. can talk about if, if you're talking sensitivity, maybe you should stay away from the alpha hydroxy acids and the retinols, maybe. I don't know what you've been using. So we can take off, you know, take it offline if you want and talk about it. Uh, but, you know, we often say that you don't have to spend a lot of money to. Uh, That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of our, like, t- winners in our studies acing. um that, that ASR studies are from really companies that do a lot of research, R&D behind it. And those are the companies, the big companies, and they really make sure that the products work, but they're not that expensive. So they're, I mean, some of the mass products and drugstore brands are really, really good. Um, Did she blew my mind when she told me that when we were there. Like, oh, she's yeah. Because like, I saw actually, I'm going to name this one. I saw Dr. Phil's wife. <laughs> she had her stuff there, and I forget innovations. Maybe it's called. She had her cream there in, at the Good Housekeeping place, and I was like, "Oh man!" I, I mean, that's Doctor Phil's wife. But you told me there's some stuff in the drugstores that are just as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely, I mean, uh, we haven't tested that particular product, but it was like we were selecting right. which products to test. We can't. There are hundreds, if not thousands, every day. Impossible. So we have to pick those that are going to be seen most by 
you know, our readers, our audience, they walk into a drugstore, they walk into a prestige, uh, you know, a department store or Sephora. So uh, that I don't think made it. Robin something, right? It didn't make it to our test. Uh, but yeah, th yeah, it's mostly there is a lot of marketing in this industry, a lot of focus on packaging, and it's just very competitive, very right? competitive. So they kind of do that. And um, this year, I, you know, I want to, uh, we've been doing the sustainability uh, conference, and uh, this is our second year doing it. And we are um, going to uh, introduce uh, our first awards this year, and it's going to be on uh, packaging focus. So we're oh. going to um, award products that have, you know, ma made their packaging sustainable, recyclable, hmm. and using recycling products. So that's how I, I think we the best way we can kind of put some, you know, fire on their on their manufacturers to make things a uh, better recyclable. Thinking about more circular economy and things like that. So. You know, and I love good housekeeping because it is good housekeeping. Because so, because I'm like burner. What about like she showed me the iron where they iron the clothes like over <laughs> and over and over. Oh, then they have a. Well, how about the washer lady? What was her name? Oh, uh, Carolyn Forte. Yeah. She she's been there um, quite a few years, and she's uh, like she knows years, all that, right? Yes, she's been here. She's the washer. Thirty seven. She's not the washer. She's, <laughs> she tests all the washers. All the deodorant. Yeah. I mean, and she's a director in the health. Uh, I mean, uh, in home cleaning products and textiles, and she has such a wealth of um, knowledge in in terms of like stains. Like, she gets a lot of stain <laughs> right? questions. I'm like, you know, somebody. You know, spill something in the building, and you know, higher up they would come down to well, our floor. Like, can I oh. ask you what can't what what can't you get out? <laughs> I don't know. You ask don't know? Carolyn. Right. <laughs> Carolyn. Also, Carolyn, what can't you get out? <laughs> also, uh, we have an app on Alexa, so there's a good housekeeping app. Oh, you can ask Carolyn on Alexa. I will do that. When oh, I'm that's home. awesome. Yes. Well, I'm plugging in. I'm going to talk to <laughs> Alexa. Since I have Carolyn and I have Alexa, I never learned what, what can we get. <laughs> Go to her, but also tight to go pen is really good. I hear and some she she always has something up her. She's like, oh, let's try this. She yeah. was like, I said to her, wow, you must really love to do the wash. She goes, I've been doing the wash for thirty years. Like they have all these washers and dryers. The it's washers crazy. and dryers and the vacuum. You remember yes. the vacuum cleaner? Yes. Uh, the pushing back and forth on. Uh, there was a washer that sits on a um, on a scale to to see how the the load uh, as oh, wow. it dries the weight. Yeah, so it's. Definitely, you know, a place to see. It's, <laughs> and it's fun too because you, you, as you've been working there, the technology keeps changing. It keeps it, changing, right? So we, we always said at one point it's going to be run by robots. Unfortunately, which probably is going to be the case. You right, know, as right. we you got some things like that, the vacuums and things like that. Yes, the robots. <laughs> Yeah. We had the Romba, yeah, yeah. They, that they they test that, and yeah. sometimes there there's these you know tech companies that visit us with their robots Gadgets. and things like that. I saw a robot in the mall yesterday, like what? a security. I don't know if it was like I was at the Garden State Plaza and there was security and walking like that. So hands it, up, doctor. Then one okay. So my, there was two of my favorite parts. The one favorite part was their kitchen. They're making freaking cookies. And she's like, you got to come during the holiday. You can have us. They, they have like great, great oh, gonna record. Food. Are we going to do a show from there? Yes. Yeah, yeah yes. we can. At the yeah. holidays awesome. because they do like holiday meals and they yeah. test Actually, 
Uh, the, the holiday is now because we have that lead time. You know, it's holiday right now. It's in like August. Make so it you happen. gotta come down now. <laughs> yeah, she think she's like chocolate chip cookies. Like paid to make cookies recipes. and eat them. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah. So all sorts of things. The the fun. You know, when they test ovens, they put uh, chocolate chip. They bake chocolate chip cookies in every uh, rack. So oh, oops. that's okay. Uh, okay. We uh, you know we they. Have mounds of chocolate. Chip oh, so tell you like which rack is the best place. Yes. Oh, I like that. And if it, if it is, too chocolatey, you know, not chocolate um, enough. Does it all in a you know regular fashion? So yeah. I'll bring my kids. They'll help yeah. me test. Oh, that's the next one. Toy yeah. testing. If toy not testing. Enough, they can do toy testing. Oh, yeah. Seth, you got. I got a kid in every out. age. You name the age, I got a kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> okay. It's basically true. <laughs> I got a two-month-old, a three-year-old, a five-year-old, a ten-year-old. Oh my God! You, I have to leave you my card. Or awesome. You know my, and and so that testing just finished in, in July. Yes, it was when in I was July. there. Right. So yeah, and then the toy. So since they missed it, if you want to know what what toys to buy for them, the Ooh. best ones they're in the November issue Ooh. of Good Housekeeping. So tested by kids and vetted by our. Experts. I was there the day that they had yeah. finished it, and it's like a big room with tons of fun, crazy brand oh. new oh my toys. God. They had. Like, test them. The I'm slime coming. was, I think, a big thing. Oh, my slime. kids love We make slime at home all the time. Oh, yeah. So yeah. there was a slime kit. There's a, the the uh, Elmer slime kit? Eh, I wasn't so crazy. But something, <laughs> something was a little weird about that one. But we've tried all the – we've used the uh, contact solution. We've done all oh, the yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah. They have – yeah. I've done it with my kids, too. Oh, like the, the hot one now is the glow-in-the-dark glue. Oh, slime. right. Yeah. yeah, they had things like cold dragon snot. And I don't know. They had different, like, <laughs> glitter. And it, was, it was fun. We it are a big slime house right now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that, that is so fun. So what is your favorite part of your day? Getting something. Wait, first of all, before I ask you that, when the new stuff comes in, who says, okay, um, Burner, what are we testing? Like, who picks So it? Uh, basically, when it, if it's a sealed product, applying, seeking the Good Housekeeping seal, we maybe just do it. We just buckle down and do it. Sometimes we ask data from the client as well. If they are making certain claims, we can't test to. Uh, and we would see their data on their NDAs, you know, if they've done certain, you know, interesting uh, clinicals or whatever. Um, and uh, so we do it. But if it's like uh, for the magazine or for the website, uh, if we're doing a roundup of products, it, it can come both ways. We can come up with ideas of what to test and we would, you know, canvas the entire market, call it. Like when you saw those, they were day creams with SPF, yes. but then you saw like 100, yep. 200 products there. Jeez. And then we kind of like with our editor who's going to write about it. Like, which ones are the ones we can test in the amount of time we have with the number of people um, we have? And so we, from that 200, we might be testing like 20 that are the most, you know, relevant in everybody's uh, opinion. Like you said, the stuff that people, your your customers, your readers are going to see. see. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. We don't claim that we test everything. And, you know, I wish How we could. could. Uh, and so... So that's that's what happens, you know. There is there is uh, there are monthly pitches to our editor in chief, where our beauty editor, um, you know, she she's up on with like trends, etc. And then we are there in terms of testing, like how we test, etc. So there's a discussion of what 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 we should test and how we should test it. And it's not a free gig. It it costs some. It costs these companies big dollars to to be, uh, be in this. It's very valuable. Yeah, right. I seal. mean. Basically, for editorial purposes, there is uh, when they submit products, they only, you know, we ask them to submit 25 products, but there's no cost to them. So right. we, we test it and we come out. 
But then if, if you want a test, if a, a product wins a test, doesn't mean that it earns the seal. It doesn't have the money, money back guarantee. The money back, a money back guarantee is when they say we want to evaluate it for the seal and there is a licensing fee attached to that. So there's kind of like two businesses. Right. There's one really one feeling the business in terms of what the seal, uh, but also editorially, you know, we're kind of like, because we have all this um, facility that we can test these products, that's kind of like a very unique content for our magazine and our website. It's amazing up there. It's so crazy. Oh, yeah, I want to go. You know what's really cool, too, is she took me in the Hearst room. Oh, Tell the them living about room that dining story room. in the dining room. Okay. <laughs> so uh, the, the Hearst Tower uh, now is, is like kind of uh, this old building, the original Hearst building from 1928, which is a landmark. They, they didn't knock it down. They always wanted to build a tower, but they ran out of money. It, this is 1928. Uh, the, the Depression hit. So they built the tower uh, after 2001. And uh, so it's a very modern building. Uh, Sir Norman Foster is the uh, architect and, you know, these diamond shape. It's it's very iconic. You might have seen it. Um, and they were going to have a totally different dining room and living room situation. They are very modern. But then um, the CEO at the time said, like, we can't leave, leave this behind. This is our uh, legacy and our history. And... Uh, uh, so they took everything molding by molding from the old building. So reconstructed this good housekeeping living room and dining room where we're told some um, actually presidents dined there. Um, I, yeah. Mm. I, I don't know if it's true. I think it's true. Um, so I believe yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really cool in there. And and she made a point to say to tell me that after 9-11, Hearst was the first one to put up a tower. Yes, yes. That was the first, I think, a, a permit they got, or they were the one. It was first approved to go up, which uh, I, I think they said has a lot to do with, you know, increasing the morale in the city. So right. that's kind of, we have that perspective too. So they started in 2001, and it was done in 2006. So it took wow. like five years to build the tower. Yeah, so it's if you haven't been, I highly recommend. Yeah, it's really, yeah. it's really, really cool. It's really cool in there when you go in there. You do a show super there. Neat. Yeah, it's super yeah. neat in there. And then we have actually public tours every every month. Oh. There are second uh, second Friday of every month. You know, you can book a tour um, and come and see. Oh, that's very town. cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's really cool stuff. So, Bernard, what are you on to now? Christmas is over for you already. Yes. Like, toys are already done. Are you on Easter already? <laughs> no. No, we're re- literally Christmas in January. Uh, and uh, we're going to have an event on September 13th at the Institute. and But we are going to, you know, showcase products that have either the seal or were tested by the Institute, were best of the test, or were vetted by us. So that's kind of like what's kind of occupying our uh, days nowadays at the Institute. Yeah, there's always something happening. Nothing, no day is the same. You know, it's cool too, is that you just said it. There's always something new, something exciting, something going on there, which is, um, you got to remember, again, it started in 1909. This is a brand, I mean, I remember yeah, my I mean, mom having the magazine. Legacy, yeah. right? The, the uh, Institute <laughs> started in 1900. Seal is 1909, so it's crazy. Uh, yeah, and and but this isn't the the only thing. Like you do other things, but she actually does other things with her life as well. <laughs> they let you. They let you out of there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Real quick, I just want. I just 
really quick wanted to say, you know, that you are you're studying something right now, right? Yes, I am. I'm getting this tickle in my throat, but <clears throat> yeah, I am a, um, doing a part time uh, certificate at the Columbia University on sustainability. So, hmm. having introduced our green seal, green good housekeeping seal, in uh, 2009, which was the 100 year anniversary of the seal you know, kind of brought uh, the attention of this field of sustainability, you know, uh, to my attention. And I kind of like that it's uh, ha- considers everything when, you know, uh, the environment, the people, as well as, you know, profits, profit is always there, but they call it the three Ps, people, planet, profit. Uh, so it's kind of a new wor- way of looking at the economy in a way. And so uh, I felt like, you know, my resume kind of needed a little bit of, you know. Yeah, she's in there. She has nothing going uh, on. Yeah. So <laughs> I did start. And, and at the time, we were looking at um, colleges for my older daughter. Uh, so I was like, oh, you know, why don't I go back to school for a little bit? So I have done three classes. I do it like once a year uh, at most. Uh, and I have one more class to do to get the certificate. So, but That's I'm kind awesome. of prolonging it because it just seems I'm so final because then I can no longer say student for life. So I kind of <laughs> like... <laughs> you, go for, you go for the next certificate after that yeah, one. Just I keep know, going. I know. Oh my gosh. Well, Bernard, thank Wait, you. I got to ask. I, oh, go I'm going to put you on the spot. Like, what products recently have you seen that blew you away? You know, is there anything you can throw out? Okay, there is actually, I'm going to, I don't know if that's on their embargo. There's one thing that's on their embargo. There's the other one. I think they will be happy that I mentioned this. This is a product, you know, how uh, basically it's a known thing, like, you know, not girls, even boys, they, they can be at a party and they could be drugged one. They're like oh, yeah, drinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. what is it, date, rape, date rape? Date oh, like date, roofies date, or... Yeah, 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 right. date rape stuff. So Will cause me stuff. I've seen a product, I'm not going to name their names, uh, it's basically like a little kind of like almost think about uh, pregnancy kits uh, type of technology in a circle, like a watch size thing. You peel it off before you drink. You just, you know, dip your finger in and just put a drop on this thing. And within, I think, 30 seconds. OK, don't quote me. You see if it's tainted or not. <gasps> They're, they're hitting this big uh, in September 4, I believe. If your daughter went to college, I hope you gave her one. Yes. No, yeah. I'm going to get one. It's, yeah. it's not for sale yet, but it's it's getting like, so that's something that's amazing. That amazing. Because I, I was talking to my teen. I have also a 10th grader, and she even talks about some parties in the teen teens happening. So oh my God. this is going to be, I think, changing. First of all, it's going to empower Girls or boys, and they made it very like non-gender. Uh, they made it gender neutral. Well, it sounds like it says you're so, testing exact, the liquor, right? the alcohol, so, right? So. Exactly. So then, basically, once they know that something like this out there, they could be tested. They're going to be thinking. They're going to be thinking oh, before doing that. So and, I'm really excited about that. When product. people don't realize, uh, I talked to someone who's a freshman. At, I won't say what university fraternity party. These these guys would buy a case of beer. Open up the beer, and they got resealers. They would reseal the beer. Uh, so you think you're safe. You open up uh, a bottle, 
they were drugging the beers and resealing them. I couldn't even imagine that. I think I wish these guys were using their brains for something good. I know. Right. My God. So something, a product like that could this be is, life changing. Life changing. Yeah. Um, it, you know. Wow. Uh, it's. I'm glad I was able to mention it. I think they will be really happy because there is just you know. I just hope it's affordable. It I is. Hope it, it is. I asked them because they okay. said I believe five of them is around twenty something and ten of them thirty. Oh, you can only use it once each time. Right? Yes. Like, like mean, a pregnancy listen, test. Yeah. But you know something? If I was a university, I'd be giving these things out. That's what yeah. they say. Parents would give in, give, giving, be giving these to their kids. Absolutely. So it's, it's I that's, not, if, that's if, that. If I was available, mind. I wouldn't let my and kids go without it. And she's saying her 10th grader, right? Your 10th grader I mean, 10th it grader. Yeah, starts, this coming you never up, know. I mean, we're in, uh, in West New York, and, you know, there's like Jersey City. There's like, mm-hmm. you know, the kids, they, they say that there are some parties where, like, stuff can happen so yeah so it, it's it's good to have a, you know that's a, a great powerful, product oh my god a that's a, that's and a not, not only is it a great product they'll, they'll make a ton of money with that they oh, yeah. will yeah. and it's it was a, actually a phd chemist chemist genius. who is the genius behind it now so they, it'll t- basically tell you if anything's been altered in your drink yes it it says they say it works ninety uh, percent at the time. You only get false positives. So, so, so basically, it will tell you maybe there's something, but actually there isn't. So, the, right, better get a false positive than a false, false negative. negative. So, yeah. you know, as I said, they, I was really thrilled. I haven't tested it. Like I haven't seen their data, but that that is I think life changing, right? step yeah. changing, and. Um, product i think i think it's awesome yeah, it's, it's a very awesome and product. they're really you know uh ambitious and really passionate about the, the whole entire area oh wow that's awesome all made in america too they say so since we can't go to these kids and yell at their parents this is the only thing we can do yeah <laughs> protect our own kids yeah, yeah. protect your I own know. kids exactly no, I, yeah it's important. Very well. Thank you, Burner. Oh, thank you so much. I was so excited to finally have you in the studio. Thank you so much, Karen. I, I consider her, awesome. we're, we're friends, right? And it's all I'm like I'm like I, I'm so excited to have her in the studio. And it's, we are definitely. Uh, I can't be there wait to for... drop my kids off for a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah next till till next toy July, testing. Toy testing. Yeah. Uh, I'm in. We'll be up. We'll be up for a holiday meal. Bring the grandkids. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Burner. Have a great You're day. You're welcome, guys. Take Thank care, you so everybody. much for having me. The One Tough Mother Podcast. Real talk with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to share their real life lessons with you. And we're back. And as always, we're back with headlines and headaches. But before we do, I just have to bring this up. Oh, no. Yeah. Where are you at with a maxi climber, dude? Oh, um, that first time I had to do the 15 minutes, like in the middle of the night, just to, to shut you up, my legs killed me. And I, got, I guess to be in all truthfulness, if anybody gets the maxi climber, warm up before. I, you know, I'm so stupid because I know better. I, I did the same thing. I didn't warm up before. I didn't stretch after. You got to warm up. Start slow. Get your body used to it. Don't do 15 minutes the first time like I did. You know, start with doing like, depending where you're at, you know, do two minutes, do right. five minutes, whatever it is. Right. Make sure you kind of stretch. You know, if you don't know how to stretch, look it up. YouTube's a wonderful thing, uh, and just you know, stretch your lo- stretch your body out a little bit because my legs were sore for a while, and that's just a testament to the machine because like that thing will, you know, it, my legs were tight for four days because you know, yeah. I overdid it. I did because you, you challenged me and then you you you, you went to, and you taxed my ego. No, I totally got yeah. in your head, yeah, and you that's did. what I meant to do. I got in your and head. you hurt me. Yeah, <laughs> I got <laughs> in your head and hurt you. Yeah. Now I'm up to 18 minutes, but again. I, I'm telling everyone, do not like, oh, wow, she's old and she does 18 minutes. 
seriously. How long? You've been doing it for a while. You worked yourself up and you also work out all the time. You're not someone who just, like you're not new to working out. Right. And take your time, like do a minute, do two minutes, do five minutes, do whatever you feel comfortable doing and work your way up. 18 minutes might be my max. I might not go any further than that because when I get off of it, this is no lie. Because, you know, of course I wear a, a bandana on my head for sweat. When I get off, the bandana is dripping. Oh, I was soaked uh, when I went to that 15 minutes. It's amazing. Yeah. And so I went to the beach, as we just talked about, with my daughter. And she's like, holy cow, Mom, how much weight have you lost? I'm like, none. Actually, I gained three pounds. A muscle. A muscle. She's like, really? She goes, that, I can't even believe how, how much smaller you look. I'm just, it's really muscle, built yeah. muscle. It's You're not really one good. tough mother anymore. You're one tough mother. I'm one muscular mother. One muscular mother. <laughs> oh, you should, you should, you should uh, get that one. Trademark that. Tony, that's yeah. my attorney. Tony, Tony, get that. Tony. Anyway. Tony um, line one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I just wanted to put that out there. Like, uh, Go on my Instagram. One tough mother, M-U-T-H-E-R, underscore. Look, every day I post about it. I do it every day. <laughs> Yeah, and the day I don't do, I do take Sundays off. So mm. I don't good do for you. Have a donut. Yeah, no. Oh, across no, the street, those no. look good, right? Those oh, donuts. Oh, they look delicious. Stop. Some, so. Okay, we're here with headaches and headlines. Farmers may soon need robo bees. Must make honey. Robo bee. <laughs> 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 honey, yeah. honey. Oh, honey. did you see? Uh, Sidetrack. Side note. Uh, there's a swarm of honey bees were on uh, in New York City yesterday on like a hot dog stand. No. They had, a, they had to call a beekeeper to, to collect them. They said that's not super. Uh, it happens sometimes. It just uh, they follow the queen. The queen. So I was thinking, the queen must have been like a New Yorker in her past life. She's like, I want a hot dog. Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go get a hot. Dog. Yeah, and all the bees followed her. Yeah. Where's she going? I don't know. She's a queen. Got to follow her. Okay, let's go. <laughs> okay, as as the honeybee falls on hard times with a forty percent decline in U.S. colonies in 2017, farmers are searching for an alternative uh, alternative pollinators, including other bee breeds. Uh, one option may, they soon may offer is a robo-bee, must make, honey. It's an autonomous flying microbot developed by Harvard researchers that contains sensors that allow it to analyze and respond to its environment and perform artificial pollination. That sounds illegal. Yeah. The stakes are high. Over 30% of the foods we consume depends on the handiwork of pollinators. That's incredible. Yeah, you know what? what's happened that this is happening? Pesticides. You think? Thanks, Monsanto. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, every, oh, wait. Yeah. Gonna, they might sponsor us one day. Yeah. No, they're not so bad. No, and, and everything. Every kind of like noise and environmental pollutants, but pesticides, definitely. Sons of... Uh. Sons of it. Um, yeah, it's, that's ridiculous. Um, we, did lose, uh, we did lose two great Americans. Uh, Senator John McCain dies at 81. John McCain... Uh, served six terms as Republican senator from Arizona and captured the party's presidential nomination in 2008. He also ran a really tight race. I just watched something about him where he ran against Bush in 2000 to get the Republican nomination. Okay. Yeah. And it was interesting. Like They told him um, there's a lot of con- uh, controversy in South Carolina, and he needed to win South Carolina about the Confederate flag at the time. Right. And they gave him a line, and he's like, this is such BS, but he did it anyway. He used like a political... You know, some people look at it this way. Some people look at it that way. Yeah. And he came out, and it was close. I don't remember this, but he came, I watched the program, and he came out and made a statement. He goes, I'm not for the Confederate flag because it, it, it means what it stands for to a lot of people is not good. And, you know, and I said I didn't say that at first, and I apologize. He was a straight shooter and a right. straight guy, and, and, and that's it's unfortunate you can't win in politics like that. Right. Although, let's just throw in 2008, once he picked Sarah Palin, you're like, you lost. Yeah, I mean, Obama was going to be tough to beat anyway, but when you took her, I was like, dude, what are you doing? You know what? Honestly, no offense. um, No, but I don't care what his politics were. I don't care. Great guy. Served the country. He was 
a prisoner of war for five years. I don't know if you know this, but his family had early release for him from the Hanoi Hilton a year in. And he stayed. And he stayed. Yeah. He wouldn't leave his man. He actually has relationships with the guards. The guards had nicer things to say about him when he died than the president. Not to get political, but right. you know, and again, for pro-Trump, anti-Trump, I, I think he could have he could have handled it a little better. Uh, John McCain's passing, uh, absolutely, and you know, and because this I, guy deserved, he earned the respect from everyone. And yeah, he's yeah. an American hero. Period. End of subject. That's right. how I feel. And about uh, it. you know, Obama had a beautiful tribute to him, and those guys went at it. Right. You know? right, 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 right. It was well, great that they showed some of that, and they showed uh, Obama talk about. Because they showed McCain and Bush kind of talking and stuff. He's like, oh, George Bush, this and that. He goes, um, Mr. Obama, you're not running against George Bush. You're running against me. It's right. cool. Like, he was right. just cool. He was just, like, straight up. And it's so hard to win in politics when right. you're straight up. And that's the kind of guy we all are long for. But they just, you know, all the, uh, the, you know, the press and everything else, they just kind of steer you different ways. And it's all about a game. It's all about. It is a game. Yeah. It's a game. And you're, when you're a maverick like that, when you're like a straight shooter and you wear your, your politics and your, your views on your cuff, they'll just cut you to shreds. They'll, They're looking for something to cut right. you down with. They'll take a line from what you said and they'll Absolutely. turn it against you. And yeah, but 100%. he was, you know, it's uh yeah. I mean, he probably would have been a really good president, but you know, we wish uh, his family the best in this time. Um, he he was an interesting guy. He was definitely yeah. an interesting guy. And, uh, and, and I thought he was super handsome when he was young. I saw a picture of him. I was like, oh, this guy was a right? Melissa, Melissa showed me. Look stud at him. It's like, oh, he was a yeah. stud back yeah, in the day. Look at him. And then he had that comb over, which I decided not to do. Yeah. I started to. I actually, I, when I first, before I started shaving my head, I said, oh, my God. Not like, not to, that, not to that level, but I saw some pictures. I was like, oh, what was I doing? <laughs> Because he tried to hold on. He tried to hold on. I get you. I get you. Okay, playwright playwright Neil Simon dead at 91. This guy was super talented, my God. Um, He wrote so many shows. But The Odd Couple Alone, I was telling Melissa because she's a little younger. Right. He made zillions off The Odd Couple Alone as a play, as a TV show, as a movie. There's a movie a couple times they made that movie. The Odd Couple was a gold mine. I mean, it made, uh, you know, Oscar and Felix were household names, Oh, gosh, yeah. Tony Randall and Jack Klugman. Huge, huge, huge. Great show, too. Yeah, he was amazing. Yeah. He, he had a couple, Barefoot in the Park, The Sunshine Boys. Right. Uh, he won a Tony and Pulitzer Prize for The Lo- Lost in Yonkers. He also did, um, there's a movie about his life, uh, Brighton Beach Memoirs. Oh, I didn't know that. That's about his life. Matthew oh. Broderick played him. I just remember there was a line. He was like in the service or something. He's like, God, it's hot. It's jungle hot. It doesn't get this hot in Brooklyn. <laughs> 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 I always re- remember that. The movie was really good. It was very clever. Uh, his work achieved an earth shatter, record-shattering 9,000 performances, according to New York Times. Earlier in his career, Simon worked alongside Mel Brooks, Woody Allen, and Carl Reiner as part of the writing team for comedian and television star Sid Caesar. So imagine that. These guys who went on to have these huge careers just started writing for a comedian. Right. And, they, you know, Mel Brooks, you know, right. Woody Allen, Carl Reiner. These guys are legends. You know, we don't get into Woody stuff, but it's a different – that's a t- conversation yeah, for another time. That's a big, yeah. But those guys, you can't deny their success and what they've done. They're giants in the industry. Oh, they were and groundbreaking. They all, and they groundbreaking. Work, and they all work together. Right, right, so, right. God, no wonder Sid Caesar did so well. He was like the number one comedian for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, rest in peace. I mean, he lived a full life and was just – man, he wrote Your a lot. Your heartfelt to you know, have all those to both families. But to, but to have the career he had, to have hit – you know how hard it is to have one hit? And he wrote hit after hit after right. hit. Amazing. He said he wrote he wrote dialogue. What he, I saw him. I watched the thing, too. He said it's something about he just wrote the way people talk. Exactly. Imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts dropping donuts for now. Um, we'll have to drop, oh, they're dropping the word Dunkin'? Okay. No, Dun- it's going to be just Dunkin'. Oh. No donuts. But, 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 
Okay. Dunkin' Donuts has taken another step toward dropping the word donuts from its name. The Massachusetts-based coffee company started testing out a shorter name, Dunkin', last year uh, at a few locations. Now it's expanding that branding to 30 locations in Boston and 20 others across the U.S. The chain is remodeling stores and refreshing its service with cold beverages on tap. What's well, the hot thing now? The cold brew? It's Star- yep. Starbucks. Huge. The guy was telling me, he said, we got this nitro, blah, 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 and this and that. Oh, I told you before, I, not to give them a plug, but Starbucks has this cold, was it salted foam cold brew? It sounds like I feel like such a tacky person saying that. But it's like this foam on top of coffee and then the cup where it all hits your mouth at the same time. Awesome. I used to work at corporate Starbucks. So I, I'm not like, you know, I don't want I'm not a shill, but that drink is really good. <laughs> Melissa makes me go there. She wants frappuccinos once in a while. So I found a drink I like. Anyway, I'm sorry about that. But I digress. Uh, the chain is remodeling stores, refreshing its services, cold beverages on tap. Um, despite the downgraded name, Dunkin' will still sell donuts. Yeah, obviously. Obvious. The, the, the company doesn't plan to make any permanent branding decisions until later this year, according to Business Insider. I think this is they've already branded themselves so well that they can get away with this. And I think it's it's good that they, they need to step up their – they'll still be like a working class uh, coffee shop, but I think they need to step up their look a little bit. I think this will be a good move for them. I do too because you know what? I actually like I don't like Dunkin' Donuts coffee super a lot. Like it's not like one of my favorite coffees, but I do like going to Dunkin' for a breakfast sandwich. They have this low calorie breakfast sandwich I like. They're very affordable too and let's face it, you know people look for affordable stuff. I Boom shakalaka. Yeah, so uh, that's a big brand and uh, they'll do I think this is not a big deal for them. No, no that Dunkin', yeah. come on, it's easy. Everybody runs America runs on Dunkin'. Okay, so just you know, call me if you need me to help you brand it because obviously you guys are overthinking. Okay. Whole Foods is luring shoppers away. What? Yeah. Whole Foods is luring, luring customers away from other retailers uh, a year after its acquisition by Amazon. The upscale grocer appears to be gaining potential shoppers at the expense of Trader Joe's, Walgreens, and Dollar Tree stores, according to Sense360, which tracks cus- consumer smartphone data. The findings – oh, is that when they steal the stuff that happens on our phone? Yeah, exactly. Cool. Thanks. The findings suggest Amazon can lure its Prime customers to physical stores through discounts. I actually have the app. You know, I'm a Prime member, so yeah, I go to Whole too. Foods me and they, I get a discount on Whole Foods when I scan my thing. I mean, I, but is it worth it, Seth? Is it worth Whole are Foods? Discounts deep. I mean, they're good discounts. You get, you know, just like anything else, you gotta do your research yeah. and see what's what. You know, yeah. but what I do, when I go to stores. Like I saw this protein I wanted to try. And I just looked on Amazon, and it, so it was like so much cheaper. So why? So I'm not going to buy it for forty bucks at Whole Foods. I got it for eighteen dollars on Amazon. What kind of protein was that? It was just like a um, vegan protein okay. stuff to try. To was it pea protein? I think pea, pea was pea protein was part of it, but it was it was good. Just mix it with water. But and I'm just, anyway, you just I like the I like their produce at Whole Foods. And if you're going to get meats or seafood, uh, they just do a good job. Um, and uh, uh, and we also, uh, my daughter's addicted to these little protein drinks, and we get them there, too. Oh, cool. Yeah. So um, Whole Foods is good, and it's, it's cost. You get what you pay for. Exactly. Especially this day and age, we talked about Monsanto and everything. you got to be careful. I would always recommend eating fruits and vegetables organic as much as you can. You don't have to worry about so much about avocados or bananas because they're protected with their skin, but like berries and grapes and stuff, you gotta. I, I would always recommend uh, organic when you can. Yeah, and you know what? There, you got to watch that too because there's a catch twenty two with that. They say organic means not being sprayed, but here's another thing: what about the soil it's grown in? Is it organic soil? It's supposed to be. And anyway, yeah, whatever. Something's going to get you, but right. you're, you're taking your, you're making a better move by having right. organic. Yeah. yeah, it's not being aware of it. Yes. Being aware of where your food comes from, right? And hopefully, that's that lawsuit with Monsanto will help start to change things. Yeah, you know? right. It's huge. Yes. Okay. The the toys are back in town. The toys are back in town. 
I was shocked to see this, actually. F.A.O. Schwartz, the iconic New York City toy store dating back to 1862, is coming back to Manhattan after abruptly shutting its doors in 2015. 360 Group, which bought the brand from Toys R Us in 2016, is set to open a new location in Rockefeller Center in November, just in time for the holiday season. Yep. I was thinking it would be a pop-up store, but maybe not. That's what I was thinking. The store is meant to be an experience for customers and feature product demonstrations, magicians, and dance on piano made famous by Tom Hanks and Big. And they, they always had that. And yep. costume characters, including toy soldiers. The retailer also recently signed on to open a location in Guardi's new Terminal B, uh, reports Cranes, New York. You know, if you do things the right way and create an experience, you can do it. You can make it work. Especially because kids want to go there and test out the toys. Sure. I mean, okay, so Amazon is probably cheaper, but here's the deal. You take your kids there and they're testing out the toys. They're having a grand time. True. All right, we got one more uh, headline and headache here for you. Older adults watch the most TV, according to a report. Young adults watch a third less TV than older adults, reports Business Insider. That's because they have a lot of energy. Right. Okay. Keep running around, kids. A, st- a, st- a statistical chart uh, based on Amazon uh, Nielsen data shows Americans aged between 18 and 34 watch an average of two hours and 17 minutes each day. That's a lot. Right. While adults aged 50 to 64 take in six, six hours, hours and 11, and 11 minutes. minutes. Those over 65 watch an hour, an average of seven hours and 24 minutes every day. This can be explained because the older group are more likely to be retired or more probably because younger generation prefer streaming services like Netflix and Amazon Prime Video. So what about between 34 and 50? What like about? where's the, the age between 34 and 50, number one? And let me tell you something. This is why I don't date. <laughs> 50 to 64-year-olds, six hours and 11 minutes. How much TV do I watch in a week if I watch half an hour? It's amazing. So I could never be with someone that sits and watches TV. I watch a lot of TV, but it's all like Disney Junior. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I watched, I put on the Yankees yesterday just to watch uh, them celebrate the win. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's done. Oh, let me catch the end of the game. Oh, it's over. It's over. Okay. But, you know, I'm a TV guy. I do like, I like, I, I, but now, you know what's happening with the younger people and it's happening with me too. It's all about the best content. You know, I like shows on HBO. I like certain shows on Showtime. I like certain shows on Netflix. I get I, I get drawn to certain shows now. Okay. You, like these networks, they don't. You're not loyal to any network. Remember, you're a kid. You're like, oh, I love oh ABC. Oh my god, yeah. Happy yeah, Days yeah, and yeah, Laverne yeah. and Shirley. Yeah. That. You're not loyal to networks anymore. It's about what shows are you know because everybody's talking social media. Like right. the shows blow up. You know, like Ballers on HBO. I don't miss that show. I love it. Right. You know, so there's certain shows that you gravitate toward. I love uh, the Marvel shows on Netflix. So it's um. It's it's a battle for content now. You have to like, and it's good because now that they're, they're forcing the industry to make really good programming. I like documentaries, actually. There's so many of them. So I, I love that. I love science and documentaries a lot. Let's help some people. Yeah. Yeah. It's time Let's for emails. Do, it. do you think that uh, mail's in? Mail is in. That's Let's what I'm do talking it. about. Wow. This one's this one's oh this one's torn to me. I didn't see this. Oh boy. Dear tough brother Seth, I've been listening to the saga about your neighbor for a long time now. <laughs> I have a concern that I don't think I hear you talk about much. Doesn't this neighbor have children and is she acting out in front of them? No, she's very – I'll just answer these questions as I come. No, she's very sneaky and does things like – Oh, she she doesn't do this in front of her kids? Wait, does she have kids? Oh, We've we've argued in front of her daughter. She's a six-year-old daughter. We've argued in front of her daughter because she's nuts, but not very often. We haven't had a lot of face-to-face. She goes down to the basement, turns electricity off, or she keyed my car in the middle of the night. Yeah. Like she's just sneaky. Do you or your wife think that maybe someone should notify Child Protection Services and what happens to be her very erratic behavior? I'm thinking about it, you know, because I know she she drinks a little bit too. Like you can't be drinking bottles of wine at home alone with your six year old. I don't think that's good for uh, 
Yeah, but how much? You don't know. That's kind of. I don't care. Do. I'm going to call him anyway. I'm calling him anyway, Karen. Take Stop her away. Reaching. Take her away in cuffs. No, we'll <laughs> see. I, um, it's not really. You don't really see. Like she's more sneaky and. You know, she's very stubborn and she gets, she's just, she's like her husband died in the house three years ago. She's, she, she has no one to talk to. She never dealt with it. She didn't get help for her daughter herself. She's a mess. Right. But, you know, I can't have that at the expense of my family. And we try to have conversations. This woman tells the police to tell us to go up to our third floor so she doesn't hear any noise. That's where we sleep. Those are our bedrooms. We have right. two floors. We're the second, third floor. She's the first. So she's, she's nuts. You right. know, basically. And I said, we'll, we'll go to the third floor. As soon as she starts paying our rent, we'll go wherever she wants. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, what else do we have here? Turning off electricity and water were bad behavior. Lying to police and having you arrested and keying your car takes things to the next level. I fear her behavior may be affecting her ability to properly parent her children. What do you think? She's one of those parents, like a, her, her Montessori school parent, where they don't tell the kids and they never say no to the kids or anything. Oh, her daughter's oh, a little, oh, oh. Her daughter's a little brat. You know, oh. And she's a cute little girl, too, but she's a brag. Her mom doesn't know what she's doing. She's expressing herself. Oh, yeah, right. they don't want to stop the expression. She wants to be known as Frankenstein for now, so we call her Frankenstein. Okay. That was the movie Big Daddy with Adam yeah. Sandler. Yeah, we ended yeah. up with a kid that wasn't his. Um, yeah, she, I, yeah, she's uh, her parenting is like it's not the problem. I mean, not that she's good at it, but and maybe her daughter's her daughter ended up hating her, you know, and whatever. It's funny. When she was having a tantrum, like uh, we were still all con- sort of speaking terms, and she's like, oh, you know, if my daughter makes noises, you can bang on my door. I was like, I will never bang on your door. Like, that's that's the animal shit that you do. Pardon my language. Right. Like, I'll never do that. I was like, Your kid's and, making noise. Big and deal. she said something like, oh, you know, your daughter has this too, whatever. I said, your daughter's six. My daughter's two. Like, don't, <laughs> don't, don't talk to me about your, don't try yeah. to Don't try to make, make everything like that we're the problem. Just stop. She just doesn't like noise. She doesn't like neighbors. She's really touched. Um, yeah, yeah she, she's a mess. Yeah. And uh, with the whole uh, getting me arrested and all that stuff, uh, I'm in the process of taking care of that. I have, I have evidence and all that stuff. I'm excited to go talk to somebody and, and get that process rolling. Because so, she needs to learn a lesson that she can't act like that and, yeah. and do things like that. And, and, and you know what? It was, it, was, it was really wrong to do that to you. A, she lied to the cops. B, she made up a story that wasn't even true. C, you know, you have a family and cops have you on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> There's an issue. Yeah, it's some like a little, uh, little like 20-something-year-old cop acting like he's like, he just made the bust of the century. Yeah. And it's like, what are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> uh, cutting up, I mean, getting rid of uh, furniture that your your landlord told you to get rid of that wasn't hers. Right. She lied. So. Right. And since then, I've gotten rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been arrested yet. For, uh, oh, for, wait, did you get rid of it? Yeah. Oh, okay. My neighbor, uh, my neighbor helped me out. He got a pickup, and we went and threw it in the dump. And uh, actually, he kept one of the pieces. He's going to paint it and fix it up. Oh, oh <laughs> so I can't wait till she sees it on his on his porch. Yeah. It'll be great. Um, so yeah, it's so stupid. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry for taking up so much of uh, the show time, but it's it's real shit. It so. is real. I'm sorry. I keep cur- really I don't mind cursing. Coffee's making me crazy it's today. Crazy coffee. Pardon me. No, this is not for kids. Okay. <laughs> Next letter, dear one tough mother. I am 17 years old and going into my senior year of high school. I have a major problem that started about two years ago, and I can't deal with it anymore. I have very bad body odor. I mean really bad. It has ruined my life. I have no friends because I refuse to go around other people, making me look like a psycho loner. Believe me when I tell you, I have tried everything, and I mean everything to stop it. Deodorants, perfume, repeated showers, body wash, lotion, salt scrubs, everything and nothing has worked. Do you have any suggestions? You know what? Yes. You need to see a doctor. That's my suggestion because you know what? It's hormones. I, I, I'm, I don't know if this is a, a guy or a gal. I don't know if this is a boy or a girl. I have no clue. Just a 17-year-old. Wait, 17-year-old going in my senior year. Yeah. No, I don't know, but it's hormonal. 
It's hormonal. It's kind perfume. Of, so you said perfume. Something. It's a girl. Okay. Yeah. So it's hormonal. That's what my thought is. Even whether you're a boy or a girl, and you just added that, I don't know, but. It's a definite hormonal issue. If you have a chronic problem, you should see a doctor. But also, I would also suggest looking at your diet. Boom. Big. You might look at your diet and do some research on your own, too. You know, it's so true because a friend of mine... You might be eating the same foods and they're not agreeing with you. And that's how they're coming out. Also, we had a product on our show that helps with body odor and issues, too. Yes, Lumi. Lumi. Yes, Lumi deodorant. It it stops bacteria from growing on your skin. And you can try that, too. But uh, this looks like to me, obviously, I'm not a doctor, so... We always suggest go to a doctor, but if you want to try something on your own, it sounds like a diet. It's so true. Everything in your life with health, it, you can you know either from you can draw back to either stress, mental emotional stress, or diet. Right, you one know? thousand percent. And, yeah. and are you drinking a lot of water? Are you drinking yes. a lot of coffee, tea? A friend of mine, um, his wife was Indian, and they ate a lot of curry. Oh my god! And I noticed that about him. I live in that Jersey City, the building. Oh my god! Started getting really strong, and I was like. Dude, what are you doing? He's like, oh, we eat a lot of curry. And it was coming out of his pores, basically. And Melissa's told me that um, she's known people in the past that have had this issue and like something like bathe in lime or use lime juice on yourself and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. So, the so acidity, yeah. Do some research, though. Lumi is L-U-M-E. Is L- yeah, I have L-U-M-E. It. I have it. We both yeah, use it. Yeah, it works, too. And But look at your diet and definitely go see a doctor because this, this is this is hard. I feel I feel for this, this girl. I'm, I'm assuming it's a girl. From perfume, um, that's tough, and you know she doesn't want to be this person, but she's she's this is happening. I can feel I, I I would be in the same boat. Oh my gosh, I would not go near a single soul. Go to a doctor, please. Please check your a, diet. Yeah, first of all, go to your mother. Yeah. Go to your mom and say, Mom, this is really happening. I've tried everything. You know, can we make a doctor's appointment? And and it, if you do not, let's just say for the hell of it, you do not have benefits, or you know, you don't have access to medical. Go to your school nurse. Yeah. Go to your school nurse and tell them what's happening. But then look at your diet this too. This is hormonal yeah. to me. Yeah. This is a hormonal situation, and it could absolutely one thousand percent. Like I said, my friend's Indian wife was making stuff with curry. It could absolutely be um, your diet, but it could be a combination of everything. Just the. Uh, you know, do your best. To, you should be able to get to the bottom of this and fix this. This should be a fixable problem. Right. And don't and, be a loner. Like you're saying yeah. you're a psycho loner because you don't want to be around people. So you still got your senior year of high school and you're going to go to college. You're going to have the best time ever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let us know how it goes. Yeah. Let us know what's going on with that. And Mother says this week is, and I'm excited about this one, be stronger than your strongest excuse. Don't don't make excuses for why you can't work out, why you why you're not feeling good, why you're not doing something. Be stronger than your strongest excuse and you'll be able to get things done a lot quicker. Have a great week everyone and we'll see you next week. We got another exciting show. Have a great week. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger 
for the ones who get it done.